What's going on, Hokie Nation? Welcome into this week's Triumph Spotlight. Our guest today is graduate transfer guard on the Virginia Tech women's basketball team, Olivia Summiel. She joins us on set. A Connecticut native, Olivia spent four seasons at Wake Forest before transferring here to Virginia Tech. Olivia Summiel joins the show. It's the Triumph Spotlight coming up next on TSL. As always, today's show is brought to you by Triumph NIL. The Triumph Digital Network is a fully integrated portal featuring individual channels for Olivia Summiel and all your favorite Hokie athletes. Visit TriumphNIL.com for exclusive engagement, merchandise, and content opportunities, as well as subscriptions. All right, I think some introductions are in order. I'm your host, Giovanni Heater, joined alongside Carter Hill. Nick Brown producing behind the scenes, as well as Key McCrimmon. And across the way, of course, our guest today, Miss Olivia Summiel. How you doing, Olivia? Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well. So we have to start by asking you this. Kind of a weird weekend, right? Wake Forest is in town to play Virginia Tech in football. How strange was that for you uh, just a couple of days ago? Oh, my gosh. It was like my two worlds were colliding. It was <laughs> it was so funny. Um, obviously, I was, I was wearing the right colors there in the stands. Um, really excited to be a Hokie, but it was a little bittersweet. Sweet seeing a lot of my friends out there on the field. Um, got to see them afterwards, which was awesome. But the te- the Hokie, Hokies won, so we're good. Um, go Tech. <laughs> How many friends are you still in touch with on the Wake football team right now? It was funny. So a lot of my um, a lot of my teammates were in the stands. Were like, Livia, like who do you know on the team? And I was like, wait till offense rolls out. And I know I know, know a lot of dudes <laughs> on the offensive side of the ball, and then a couple dudes um, on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, really great people, really great guys, and um, it's been fun to kind of watch them grow. And obviously, they didn't have a great showing. But it's all right. The Hokies got to win, and, and that's all that matters. Still six so. games left for the Deeks. Got time to turn it around. They so. do have one of the toughest schedules coming up. I know they do. One of the toughest schedules. They got they got all the top dogs coming in in, in, in there. So it'll be interesting to see. But they got through Clemson. I think they still got to play what Florida State, yeah, Florida Carolina, State Duke, Duke, NC Duke. State. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Duke is so good this year. <laughs> it's a gauntlet. it's a gauntlet. They did kind of get the wrong like like Tech on the other side avoids some of those gauntlets. Yeah. You know they had to play Florida State, but no Clemson. No Duke on there. No Carolina. Uh, no Carolina. Miami. They do have Louisville, but yeah. you know they ended up kind of kind of getting a little fortunate there. Well, how have your first couple of months in Blacksburg been as a whole? Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, I can't believe it's been a couple of months. Like I feel like we just got here, and and now we we blinked, and season's right around the corner. Oh my goodness, we're so excited to get rolling, and excited to play the first game in Castle. I'm so excited, and really awesome to see the fan base here and what Hokie Nation is really about. Um, I've never experienced something like that, and homecoming weekend was incredible but the fan base shows out regardless and I think that that's so awesome and I'm excited to feel that um, once we get into Castle but it's been awesome few months and really enjoyed getting to know my teammates um, got a really great group this year and we're excited well what went into the decision to enter the portal and I'm curious to ask you this as a follow-up was there any stigma so to say about transferring within the conference yeah, I think it's funny because when people ask me what, what, what I was looking for when I went into the transfer portal, I wanted to stay in conference. And that was the okay. first thing on my list because I just felt the ACC is home. Um, it, it's been really awesome um, to kind of watch watch my game evolve and, and, and watch us as a program evolve and um, kind of figure out what that looked like for, for my fifth year. I knew I wanted to stay in the conference where the pace and the style, it really kind of fit. And so that was definitely at the top of my um, list and, and what I was looking for. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't, I would say it was an easy decision once, once I kind of, kind of had everything laid out. Um, 
it was cool that my parents were really involved in the decision and any decision including a lot of change can be tough um but I had a lot of change and endured a lot of that over my four years at Wake um went through two different head coaches almost nine different assistant coaches three strength coaches so it was a lot a lot of change I would say that um definitely summed up my college experience thus far and learning how to adapt and adjust and learning how to pivot um but I'm hoping that that's a lot of life lessons that I'll carry with me moving forward um and then once I heard from from the Hokies I was like wow this is this is awesome and they were recruiting me while they were playing in the elite eight and final four and to me that just spoke to the genuine nature of that recruiting relationship um they were playing some of the biggest games of, of their careers, right? right? And and I was hearing from them, and, and that really made me feel special and and wanted. And, and that's all you can want for a fifth year as a, as a grad transfer. Like you got one shot, right? So being able to to kind of feel that and and really get that love from them, um, it was awesome. And and I'm really happy with my decision thus far. What memories do you have playing against the Hokies? I mean, you played them yeah. uh, while you were at Wake Forest and what kind of always stood out about Virginia Tech being on the other side? Of course. So I know um, last season watching them was absolutely incredible. And I know we, we have the, the confetti here from from the from the ACC championship, which is incredible to see. Um, really a huge shout out to my teammates. <laughs> um, what they accomplished last year was incredible and watching it from the outside. I actually had the opportunity to be at the final four last year. Year. So wow. I was able to, to soak that in um, up close in person. But um, I think always looking at them, you have Georgia Amor, who, in my opinion, I've always loved her her guard play. Like it is incredible what she's able to do um, and always, always have thought that she is one of my favorite guards to watch in the league. Of course, um, you have the two time ACC player of the year, Liz Kitley being her teammate now it's really awesome um but looking back at it is like it was always a battle um i know my fresh or my sophomore year we played it was during covid um at castle we were like this, the bench was like in the stands like yeah. we had masks mm-hmm. on it was crazy we actually came out with a win so i will we'll take that one but um then we played them um last year it was a tough one um and they they came out and got us but i know we had some battles in the ac tournament as well um it's always a battle and it's been fun um to obviously compete, but now I'm excited to, to be a part of the family. So. so what a recruiting pitch, right? Sorry, Olivia, you can't come on campus. We're in Seattle playing in the Elite Eight. We're in Dallas in the Final Four. I, I think that certainly speaks for How itself. How about you join so. us there? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. With that being said, though, why Virginia Tech? You know, why yeah. play for the Hokies this year and maybe try to, you know, help them win back-to-back ACC crowns? Of course. Well, definitely, um, like I said, ACC is an incredible conference. Night in and night out, you never know what you're going to get. It's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be a battle. Um, But to to start, I can definitely speak to Coach Brooks and his beautiful basketball mind. Um, I've only been here for a couple months, but experiencing that um, firsthand is is so incredible. The way he's able to develop players um, is definitely something that drew me in. Um, You don't see that quite often um, from the head coaching position, like the one-on-one, hands-on approach. Um, and if you come to our practice, you'll see he's very hands-on and um, it's it's really awesome. And from top to bottom, the staff is really, really first class. Um, the assistants are awesome. They know their stuff. Um, and then also, I think the thing that I love most is the work ethic that exists and the culture that exists. Um, I think when I came into college, like that, like what I'm experiencing now is exactly what I expected um, when you think of like, the hard grind and the ambition and the drive you see that top to bottom on our on our roster and it's really awesome we have five freshmen this year so that's definitely um 
a new look to the team, right? Three transfers and then four returners. Um, but the culture seems to have remained intact. And I think that's that's really speaks to the coaches and what they instill and the, and the leadership that exists in the upperclassmen. Um, so it's it's really been it's really been awesome so far um, and excited to do it with this group this year. Um, but it, it's been fun. You had mentioned that Coach Brooks, you know, gives you that individual training. That's what makes him so unique as a coach. You don't get that everywhere. Um, you know, how valuable and what does that mean to you to have a coach that's going to take the time one on one outside of practice to work with you in the gym? And what, how valuable is his knowledge to you as a player? Oh, it means everything. It means everything. And obviously he's been very successful at it. And so that's been cool to see. Um, he he knows his stuff. And and sometimes like he'll give me some some tips or he'll he'll say something and point something out. And I'm like, wow, that's really like, that's really interesting. And especially coming in with four years of experience, right? It's different. Like I'm not a freshman coming in wide eyes open, trying to soak it all in. I am doing all of those things in a way, but also with those couple years of experience under my belt. Um, and so just learning different ways to approach um, certain aspects of the game. I've learned so much and it, it, it's really awesome and incredible, really incredible thing um, to be able to, to still be learning so much about the game. Um, I, I've been thinking, I'm like, oh, I wish I had had that mind um, a little sooner because it, it's incredible, his, his knowledge and, and being able to soak it in. And um, it, it's cool to, to watch the like the progress and the progression and his impact on on the players that are here and his returners and it's it's been awesome and I'm, I'm excited to, to be a Hokie and be playing for the staff with that being said what do you think is the most impactful part of your game and how do you see yourself kind of fitting in this year yeah I mean I think being a fifth year is definitely definitely tough because you got to come in and, and soak it all in learn the playbook um and we got a lot of those which, which <laughs> I've learned so far um but I, I definitely want to come in and, and and make an impact in any way I can right the, the group is pretty established for the few players that are returning um but it's cool because the core is back and so just kind of finding ways where I can kind of come in and and help out in any way I can make that impact any way I can um I think just being a leader in any way that I can bring the experience that I do have, whether that's vocally or leading by example. Um, and just, just helping in, in doing my part and taking the, the team and the group and, and where we think that this group can go. Um, it's been cool to learn from the upperclassmen that are here. Um, and it's also been cool to, to help nurture the freshmen and, and help get them where, where they can be. We have a really talented group, really, really talented group. Um, and it, it's been fun, but I'm, I'm excited to kind of come in and, and play tough and physical and work hard and um, pick and pop threes. That's my thing too on the offensive end. But I would say one of my favorite parts about the about the game is setting screens. Like I love setting a hellacious screen. Like that's one of my favorite <laughs> things to do. Um, so I'm really excited to do that. And especially when you're playing with one of the greatest point guards in the country and one of the toughest um, fives. And then you got Kayla King, who's absolute knockdown shooter, and the talent that we brought in from from the transfer portal as well. We, we have a really solid group, and I'm just looking forward to coming and, and do what I can to, to help us win. What does it mean, Olivia, to be at a school where women's basketball is so supported and gets some serious, serious attention, really, with the likes of the men's basketball team and the football team? Maybe not, you know, exactly what you experienced at Wake Forest, but here women's basketball is so, so important to Virginia Tech. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. It's really great for the growth of the game overall. Um, women's sports, man, I think if you give us the platform, then, then we're going to show up and show out. And I think Hokie Nation made that all possible. And I've seen a lot of clips in film, and obviously I wasn't able to be here in Castle um, 
when, when it was rocking towards the end of the season, but I've heard so much about it and I'm really excited to, to kind of be in that environment and feel that love. Um, but I think it, it's so awesome. Um, the camaraderie and the nature of just the, the atmosphere, it, it's, it's such a cool place to play and it helps, it helps win games. Right. And I think, um, obviously the group last year was able to, to show for that. Um, so I'm really excited to, to be be a part of Hokie Nation and experience that. And hopefully they come out strong and, and ready to go because I know we all are ready to go too. I know you weren't here last year, obviously, mm-hmm. but with a lot of new faces in particular, what do you think it's going to take to replicate the performance that Virginia Tech was able to, to put on the court last year and win an ACC title again, get back to the Final Four, so on and so forth? Yeah, I think all those goals that you just mentioned are, are extremely hard, right? And I think... Um, being able to, to, to say that's the goal, it's really cool to think what they did last year was absolutely incredible. Um, but we talk about it a lot in practice. I think it's really in the details and locking in and, and having all of us new, new players kind of buy into the culture, the system, the structure, um, and what that looks like. I think it, it'll, be, it'll be a really fun season, but it's not going to be easy um, because when, once you go that far and make that much of an impact on the game, um, there's going to be a target on your back a little bit. And so I think um, just being able to buy into Coach Brooks and, and all of the coaches and into the system, um, I think it's going to take that. It's going to take a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, and I think really kind of sticking together as a team, which I think our, our chemistry is 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 pretty solid right now. And it, it's been fun um, to kind of build that up a little bit. We had the Greece trip um, in August, which was absolutely incredible. And I think that really helped us as a launch board to kind of get us acclimated with each other and, and have a little fun off the court um, as well as getting us to, to play and get a little game experience under our belt that early in the summer. Um, but I think those goals are, are really exciting goals, but it's going to take all of us to lock in, to buy in, um, and to really just go out there and go get it. So. We've talked a lot of basketball here, Olivia. Tell us a little bit about you off the court. Yeah. Okay. Um, my family is one of the most important things to me. Um, my, my parents were actually just here this weekend and that was really awesome to kind of see them. Um, I have two older half brothers. I have, um, a younger sister and a younger brother. Um, it's, it's been really awesome to kind of have them be a part of my college basketball journey and, um, they're off doing their own things and thriving in their own ways. But my family is definitely really important to me. Um, my faith is something that's also really important to me and I've been trying to lock in and hone on that. Um, especially in my fifth year, who knows what comes next, but I think it's really awesome to kind of have that grounded, um, that grounded faith and, and being able to trust that there is a plan for me after, after this and, um, whatever comes next, whatever happens, I'm, I'm really excited to do that, um, grounded in my faith. Um, and another thing that's important to me, I've definitely taken a lot of, spent a lot of time working with, um, the student athlete advisory committee. So that's the SAC. I'm not sure if you're familiar mm-hmm. with yeah. that. Um, there, there's different levels to that. And I've really been fortunate enough to have that opportunity over the years to kind of, um, work within the ACC at the ACC level. And then also in the national level as well. Um, so being, being a representative for the ACC is, is something that has been an awesome experience getting to work and collaborate with different student athlete leaders across the country has been has been a really awesome time especially in this crazy chaotic college landscape that we know it today with nil and transfer portal and conference realignment it's been really awesome to kind of be in those rooms and have those awesome conversations and be able to use a student athlete voice to make an impact so yeah that's that's kind of a little bit about me i would say so as of right now what are you hoping to do post-grad 
I think I've always said if I had the opportunity to play after after college, that's definitely um, my, my my goal. I would love to continue and, and and bounce the ball as long as possible. But I know it is is realistic to, to realize that the ball does stop b- bouncing eventually. Um, I don't know. I really could see myself continuing to work in athletics. Um, I had an internship at the ACC over two summers ago now, which I learned a lot that way. And like I mentioned, being a part of National SAC has been really influential. And I think I could see myself working on the administrative side of things um done some work with the women's basketball oversight committee as well and um being a voting member of the ncaa you really get to see what goes on behind the scenes and um it takes you into a different perspective obviously i'm a student athlete seeing it from that side but when you when you get that zoomed out perspective of seeing all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes in the legislative structure and it's been a really awesome experience i would say so i could see myself continuing in the athletic world um playing as long as i can and once that once that that dream is done um then continuing to work on the administrative side of things would be really awesome well you talk about careers in sports nothing has surfaced that more than nil uh you know what is this partnership for triumph uh meant for you it's awesome i mean i think coming from wake um i didn't have too much experience in the nil landscape um so really i coach brooks used that um as part of the recruiting but not even so much it was more of just um like this is this is how it works here and this is one of the opportunities that our student athletes have and getting to know the triumph family has been awesome um i really think it's a really cool opportunity and a really easy way to get student athletes involved and to get donors involved on the other side of things um so i've really enjoyed my relationship with triumph thus far and excited to continue to do as much work with them as possible what other nil opportunities are you hoping to explore this is, this is the opportunity for the plug. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, that's a great question. I'm not too sure. I'm, okay. not, I'm not too sure. Still new to Blacksburg, so it's understandable. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I'm still new to Blacksburg, still learning. Um, I don't know. That, that's a really great question. I'm going to have to continue to think about that. I think this year my mindset has been focused in on on basketball and locking in on that for the for the one year that I do have left. But it is really awesome to see all the all the different NIL opportunities that are out there for student athletes. And um, it's cool. I was on um, the Queens of Castle podcast and I nice. felt so honored to be a guest. Um, my teammates lives in Georgia. That was awesome to, to see them. And I think um, one of my other teammates is in, in the works of doing a podcast. So that's really awesome. Um, but yeah, well, I'll, I'll definitely have to do some do some research and, and see what else is out there. We ready Sounds to gear good. up for a little bit of a speed round, guys? Ooh, let's do it. <laughs> all, right, all right, cool. So these are going to be some more fun, playful type questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll uh, I'll kick us off here. What's the pregame playlist looking like? Pregame playlist, gotta have Lil Baby on it. That's okay. my go-to. Okay. Yeah, that is my go-to. That um, seems to be every student yeah. athlete has Lil Baby on. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's that, good. To, yeah, no, he's he he's tough too. He's tough okay. too. Okay. So, what else yeah. is on there? Any, any like particular, like Malachi Thomas said, like he always starts the playlist when he clicks play, run this town is the first song he listens okay. to. Okay. For me, it's probably something to prove by okay. Lil Baby. Got to get freestyle in there. Um, i trying to think what else we got on the playlist. Hmm. I feel like we got some, we got some Gunna on there. <laughs> we got some... Some J. Cole. I like SZA. SZA's, okay. SZA's my vibe. Maybe not for pregame, but she's, she's definitely on there. Drake's definitely on there for sure. Um, I'm picking up a trend here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I love J. Cole, so I love yeah. I love the J. Cole. Yeah. That's that's totally not like a pregame type thing most of the time. But right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. J. Cole's definitely a vibe. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Carter? Yeah, so wildest thing 
PG, of course, okay. that happened on the Greece trip. Ooh, okay. Wildest thing that happened on the Greece trip. One of my teammates stepped on a sea urchin. Wow. Okay. That was pretty wild. <laughs> that was pretty wild. Um, but prior to that, we all went tubing, and that was an incredible experience. That was so much fun. Um, I think what else? I think th those are those are two of the wildest things. Okay, that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sea urchin thing is probably up there. Okay, she's okay now. Okay. Every, every everything's yeah. good. <laughs> it was a quick recovery. It was just a wild thing. It was fun. That's funny. How about your favorite uniform that the Hokies pull out? I like the script. I think yeah. that's really really cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I definitely think that's a, a difference. I think the Hokies have a lot of different uniforms. That yeah, they do. Oh, I think yeah. the women's basketball team. I've said this before. Out of any team at Virginia Tech, any sport has the best uniforms. Clark Ruland, where are you? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, big uniform guy, but I don't know. The script, you got the, the, I love the ones, I don't even think they wear them anymore, but they were all white and they had the big white VT. Yeah. Those were good, but. I don't but, think I've seen them all. I think there's that many, like there's yeah. there's a variety, which I think is really awesome. So, Absolutely. But I've heard that there's a little bit of superstition in, in that once once we like one, we're sticking with that sticking one. With it. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm it excited. seems like when they win in the script, the script stays for a bit. The yeah. script is probably my favorite uniform in all of Virginia Tech athletics. I agree. Just to be told honest with you yeah. i think baseball has some good ones baseball's got some good ones. football occasionally has some good ones they have their moments mm. and and men's <laughs> basketball of course there are some similarities but the women's script ones oh my gosh absolutely love those yeah what about favorite place to eat in blacksburg so far i need some recommendations mm. so let me know if you have recommendations i definitely need, need some um greens i'm a sushi mm -hmm. girl so i've had some pretty good sushi um Kayla King, she introduced me. Kayla King and Carly, they introduced me to that place, and I've been there multiple times. Sushi's good. Um, I'm trying to think of another go-to. I need to try Cabo Fish Taco. I haven't been there, but That's I've good. heard great things. Cabo's Nick's good. a big fan. I yeah. see him. <laughs> Cabo's great. Thumbs up back there. Yeah. What do, you, what do you guys have for me? What, what's some good places I got to hmm. check out? My parents are just here, and I let them down. See, I don't know he's, from, he's from Syracuse, <laughs> and so he's always like, the food down here is just not great, particularly pizza. Particularly Italian cuisine okay. is lacking in I southwest Virginia. I have found a good pizza place. You can't. There's a place in Winston called Cagino Forno, and I love me some Cagino. Okay. I haven't found a, a – like, Mellow's your – yeah, Mello's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, guys. I think PK's is pretty good. PK's is very good. We've we've had that catered before. PK's is pretty good. Substation downtown. Never had that. Oh, you got to go to Please Substation. Please go to Substation. Substation's okay. good. Starts. I would go see that. our boy Hamid yes. okay. behind the counter. Substation's great. I'm trying to think. I will say this. The closest thing to a New York slice of pizza, and it's still pretty far off, but it would be Benny's. Is the closest Yeah, Benny's thing. is good. I do. I've had that one. I need to go back to Benny's. Yeah. I need to go back to Benny's. Have you been seeing the, the Benny's challenge? Not the Benny's challenge, but whatever they're doing in game at, at the, the football, football games. games. It dude, makes me want Benny's every that time. That dude 30 seconds? this past weekend devoured a full slice of Benny's pizza in probably 15 seconds. That's talent. That's it's talent. talent, but I will never be in line to do that. That, no. was, that was so, incredible. And then they did a turkey leg. That yeah, one, the turkey leg. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I could do that for like for time. That, no. That's too much for me. I'm trying to think where else in town. Oh, the, 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 the cellar. Cellar's the cellar's good. pretty good. I think Sharky's food is actually pretty underrated. My parents, we actually got that takeout, and it, it was surprisingly good. I liked it. I would go back. I yeah. Go back to I, I love good PKs. I usually don't get the pizza there, but PKs mm. wings are great. I don't get great. the pizza. Typically, Nick and I go every Monday night, and we get... 
like I get like the salsa con queso and like the 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 buffalo wing bites, boneless wing bites. And I've heard about those. They're I've really good. Oh, the George bites, is a big yeah. fan of the wing bites. She tells me that I need to. They're I need, good. I need to get those. I got to try them out. Yeah. I probably eat at Chipotle more than any other establishment, and that's like that doesn't even count as like yeah. Blacksburg, yeah. but that's probably. I was gonna ask you about Chipotle. I'm Chipotle a Chipotle fan. fan. Yes, yeah. I am. Makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, how about? Best hokey effect game. Now, I know you haven't seen Castle in full effect, but the orange out, the maroon out, the black out, what what, what do you think will get the most crazy? So I've been, we did the orange out at the football game. Did they do a white out at the football game? They did yeah, a white out a for Pitt. Yep, yeah, okay. I was at all, it was at all three of those maroon out. I don't know. I think the orange is definitely really cool. Orange is um, cool. It was, it definitely is a bright orange too, which is cool. Um, but I think the white outs are always just, I think that's just always an Do we white out Castle? I, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a blackout, a whiteout. Ooh. They've done it for football before. I don't know if they've done it for basketball where the they stripe. stripe it out. Oh, wow. Okay. The stripe's good. Yeah, That's the stripe's cool. pretty cool. They have like each section's a different maroon yeah. or orange. So, yeah. No, yeah, there are some good ones. Maroon is, is pretty good. With the seats in Castle, it really, really Oh, for works. sure. Oh, for sure. It does. So, yeah. What's the biggest difference between... Winston-Salem and Blacksburg. Very different places, but I'm curious to see how you compare the two. Yeah, very different. So it's funny. When I was in Winston, I would always be like, there's nothing to do around here. Like, Winston is like, there's not, it's not too busy, whatever. Um, I would say the biggest difference, the food options in Winston, there's so many restaurants. Like, yeah. there's a ton of restaurants. Um, but point to Blacksburg for the scenery. The mountains are incredible. Um, over the summer, we yep. went to, we did the Cascade hike mm -hmm. where we saw the waterfall. That was really, really awesome. Um, but yeah, I definitely say um, Blacksburg is more of like a a sports college town. Like the environment is something I've never never experienced before. That the football games have been so cool, and I'm so excited for basketball season um, because of that. But um, yeah, I would say Winston probably has more more of a food food scene over there mm. for sure. So. Okay, fair mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. Last question here for you, Olivia, and it's yeah. been really really fun. Yeah. How do you want to be remembered in your time here at Virginia Tech? Ooh, I love that question. I would say I would love to be remembered as someone who came in and just worked really, really hard and gave all they could um, for the maroon and orange in the one year that they were here. Um, it's funny, you hear about Tiesel last year and her impact on the team. Um, it, it seems really cool what, what she was able to accomplish in a year. So I'm excited for that, excited for the opportunities this year. Um, I'm excited to win. I'm excited to win some games. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a really fun year. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Buckle up, folks. Women's basketball right around the corner. First game. It's against High Point on Monday, November 6th, 5 p.m. Tip off inside Castle Coliseum. The non-con schedule is absolutely loaded. The ACC schedule is even better. This team has so much potential, and we cannot wait to see it all unfold. But for today, for Olivia Sumiel, for Carter Hill, for Nick Brown and Kima Crennan behind the scenes, I'm Giovanni Heater saying so long, and we'll see you next time on the Triumph Spotlight.